Journal of Felicia Järv, December 24th, early evening, Kullebo Farm. I am never having bacon again. That huge boar staring at me with open eyes, alive despite being slaughtered and guttered. Things at Kullebo Farm are getting stranger and stranger by the minute. Well, at least I can now say with almost absolute certainty that I am not mad. Or if I am, I'm not the only one. Vidar saw the black insects too, coming out of Carl's mouth. I'm warming to my new companions, I have to say. Mm, They're not exactly doers, but uh, we are now in this together. Once you've seen a man with his pants down, it's uh, more honest. We have agreed to keep our heads down now as much as possible, not share information outside this group, and search the farm for hints and clues. The tapestry in Aunt Linnea's room. Linnea and her brother as children and the mysterious Nisse. Sigvard could see him, but not Linnea. And Sigvard hanging from the tree in his red hair. Always this red hair, just like Clara. I have a feeling we must protect her. Not in the least from that loser of a brother of hers, Jens. Coming here to prank us and throwing that plow down from the roof. Vidar could have been killed. Jens certainly seems interested in this farm. Keeps going on about how prosperous it is. Did he put the beetles in the pig to scare us? But that doesn't explain how they came out of Carl's mouth. We have to continue the search. I see the different patterns, but the tapestry isn't clear to me yet. We are close. Very close. That is, if we make it out of here alive. put up our Christmas stars in the window. <laughs> you call them Christmas stars? Yes. The one that you... Yeah. Julstjärnor. Yes, Julstjärnor. Yeah, Advent yeah. stars, Christmas Advent stars. Advent stars, yeah. Yeah. We did too. Me too. Uh-huh. And also, actually, um, we did some Julskinka just the other day to have on the sandwiches on in yeah, whenever you like to. Is that Christmas ham? That's very early. I learned this great recipe oh. that you can do with with uh, if you don't buy the the already cooked ones you can make it yourself in, in the oven inside the plastic bag that it comes with uh-huh. so you set it on on like 70 to 72 degrees and you let it rest there for four hours per kilo slow cooking yeah and lots of mustard yeah it's like sous vide you know but with yeah mm-hmm. Inside the oven, since it's already mm. vacuumed, packed. As long as it's not cursed. Yeah, <laughs> it sticks a little bit to the teeth. <laughs> so, what would that be? Christmas ham, Julfinka? Yeah, I, I guess so. Dominic, you're the expert? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. I mean, that's what you call it, I guess. Christmas ham isn't really a thing in, you know, in England, but. Uh, but you don't eat that? No, no, not really. It's Do you have that traditional, like, smurgos board like we have? No, we don't, actually. It's much more of a kind of, uh, a whole kind of roast dinner, you know. So there's the turkey and the roast potatoes and the Brussels sprouts and the roast parsnips and, and so yeah. on, rather than this great spread, this kind of buffet. Uh-huh. You know, so it's, it's a slightly different, slightly different thing. 
Ingela, you're a foodie. So what, what do you do? Do you have any... I am a bit of a foodie. Oh, I haven't really started like Yulfinka already. That's I'm impressed, Jakob. That's like, wow, that's serious. Well, some would say that you're not allowed to do that so many weeks before Christmas. Uh, that that would destroy the, the whole experience, but I don't agree. It doesn't matter. I, but I haven't I haven't really started um, doing that many things, but I normally do seal my own mm. uh, herring, pickled herring. Um, but what I have done is I've done my lussikatter, the saffron buns, with marzipan in them. Wow. Mandelmassa. Oh, I love those. Yeah, my mother makes them. And they're actually, I have to say, they are a bit scrumptious. They are... Pretty. No. With marzipan. Yes. Yeah, that's something else. That's a bit like semlor. Kind of. You make this kind of mix with marzipan and sugar and uh, uh, a bit of butter. So you make it into this sort of a bit like you do with canelbulla. You know, you spread it over the dough and then you roll it, and it's gorgeous. Wow. Really nice. So that's what I've done so far. My mouth is watering. <laughs> mm. Let's move on from the food. I just want to say one more thing. Yule must. It's the thing. It's the thing for Christmas. <gasps> Yule must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no? Yeah. <laughs> it's just what, me. <laughs> what would be the translation of that? Yule must. Yeah, do you know it's not a it's not a drink which <laughs> this is just getting getting repetitive, isn't it? It's not a drink. <laughs> That's not something you find in England. That's not something we do in England. That's not. Um, but actually, no, it's a no. it's a it's no. a particular it's a very particular drink, Swedish Christmas thing. Mm. I would call it like it's it's like a mix between root beer and Coca Cola, and it's something that we drink only for Christmas and for Easter. But then we call it Poskmust. It's the same drink, but we just changed the, the name of it. <laughs> Repackaged. Different label, but same drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Christmas Coke. <laughs> Christmas Coke, yeah. Thank you, guys. That got me hungry. Thank you very much. And now let's get back to the pork, shall we? Mm-hmm. Oh, crikey, yeah. <sighs> so, what will happen in that cold storage room? Let's see when Sweden rolls. The eyes of the boar fly open, and a shudder runs through that great body lying on the bench, as it suddenly starts to heave, trying to get its cloves under itself to turn, to to get up. What do you do? Well, Felicia takes a step back. Carl jumps back out of the room into the kitchen. Yeah. I, actually, I want first of all, I want you guys to roll for fear. Mm. This is something that is a bit above what you've seen so far. And to do that, I need you to choose between logic or empathy. And you can add as many dice as there are player characters. So that would be plus three dice. And then we roll those dice and tell me if you succeed or not. Are you with me? Yes. I'm afraid to say Carl did not have any successes there. Hmm. Two successes. Mm Mm-hmm. No successes. No successes. All right. Fida manages to keep his cool in this bizarre situation, but the the other guys, the two of you, you will have to choose now. You get terrified 
that means that you can do one of four reactions. You can either flee, you can freeze, you can faint, or you can attack. That is what happens. So let's start with Carl. What do you choose to do in this moment of panic that overwhelms you? Flee, freeze, faint, or attack? I'm freezing while I try and think what, what, what to do. You're freezing, yeah. I think he freezes. Yeah, you're frozen in place, just yeah. watching this great beast trying to, this dead, this chopped up beast trying to get up on his on his feet again. And Ingla, what do you choose for Felicia? So, flee, freeze, faint or attack. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I would like to attack, but I don't think that's wise. I faint. You faint, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your body goes limp and you just fall to the floor. Oh. You can also take one mental condition each, please. Another one. Not Vidar, though, but the, the two of you. That's three for me. So two, then you're pretty shaken. Yes. So while Carl, the hunter, freezes in place, Felicia just hits the floor, and Vidar is standing there. Or did you say that you moved out of the room? All of this happens in just an instant. No, I haven't, I haven't done anything. So one of my friends just drops down and, and the other one freezes. So I, I take my hand on his chest and I grab his chest and I and I say to him help me out here and uh, I start uh, lifting up Felicia from the from the ground and backs out of the room yeah so you're trying to get a reaction from Carl but you notice that he doesn't seem to be responding he's just staring at this thing happening in front of your eyes and uh, also Felicia and Carl roll each of you can roll a d6 that is how many rounds you will be affected by this condition before you Get back to your normal selves. Just one d6. Yes. Three. Great. And? Six. Okay. Oof. So Vida, you, you notice this. Carl is not responding. What do you want to do? I push him with my back. So I'm, I'm taking Felicia in my arms and, and I push him backwards with my body to back him out of the, of the room and I close the door. Okay, so that's your intention. Yes. You start trying to pick her up. I mean, she, she's, she's not that uh, heavy. She has a wiry frame and you can pick her up quite easily. Th- th- then you try to start to push Carl out of the room. And meanwhile, you're doing this, this great big board just flops onto the floor. And it's heaving itself up onto his feet and its head is swaying from side to side. You see those huge bloody tusks as they start to point in your direction. And they blink those big black eyes. You hear a snort, a few black bugs falling out from its snout, and then it charges you as you back out through the door. Can I get an agility test, please, from you? Okay. Go on, Vidar. One success. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, with with a superhuman effort, you you, you push with your butt, you push Carl out into the kitchen. The call you stumble out of there and, and then you manage to sort of heave yourself and Felicia out of the room, kicking the door shut with your foot. And then something slams into the door from the other side with tremendous force. Oops. You see small splinters flying out from the side of it. Oops. What do you want to do? You hear a voice from the common room. Are you alright in there? Get out! The the the, the pig is alive! <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> you hear footsteps coming from the common room. Clara appears in the doorway. You see Genesis behind her shoulder. What is happening? The pig. Miss Felicia, has she fainted? What pig? The, the, the one that you're eating, it's, it's alive. 
He'll look at you like you're completely crazy. <laughs> and then another slam into the door, and both of them, you know, take a step back, their eyes widen. How thick is the door? Will it hold together? How big was the boar? Was it like 200 kilos or? It was huge, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember saying distinctly that it's the biggest boar you've ever seen. Didn't I say that? Yeah, I do remember that. Oh my God, that's... Yeah, so it's a big one. It's a monster. You need to get out. Oh, it's, it's all grumpy, isn't it? Says Jens. No, we need to We need to make passage for it. We, we won't be able to, to do anything about it. Just make clear passage for it. What do you want us to do, says Claudia? Passage where? I, I don't understand what's happening. Open the door and just let it go out. She moves towards the storage room. Okay, I'll open the door then. No, no, not that door. What do you mean? I don't... The slam. Once again, now you see actually it's starting to rattle. One of the hinges is buckling. The bottom one. Okay. I mean, one or two times more of this and this door will fly out. You know it. Well, look, says, says Jens. We're all to blame for this happening. Maybe we must let it... Sacrifice something. What? Then maybe it will stop. Sacrifice what? I don't know. The red hair of your hair, I said to Clara. Cut some, cut away some of your hair now. What? Are you insane? I take my knife and I and I uh, cut her hair. You still have Felicia in your, in your arms. I'm just <laughs> reminding you of this. <laughs> I'm letting her down. <laughs> okay, you put her on the floor. Ooh. Interesting. I think at this point, uh, Carl, you are getting back to your senses. You're, you're taking in what is happening around you and realize you're just standing in this chaos and this sound from this creature emerging from the door behind you and this conversation. You see Vidar is putting Felicia down on the floor. She's limp and he's going for a knife and the other hand is going for Clara's hair. When you put it that way. <laughs> Carl steps forward. Mm -hmm. What the bloody hell are you doing, Vida? And he grabs the, the, the hand that, that's, that's holding the knife and, uh, and gives him a sort of thump on the chest. Go, wake up, man! You see, Jens gives you a look of, of recognition. I see you have the heart in the right place, he says to, to Vidar. Nods at Clara, who's like, are you crazy? You can see, though, that out of her shawl, there is indeed fiery red hairs tumbling out now in the commotion. You've never seen such deep red hair. It's, it's, it's almost mesmerizing. And then you hear it again. I cut a bit of her hair. Cut a bit of her hair? Yeah. I'm, I'm holding your knife hand. Interesting. Uh, we want to see an opposed roll here. So you, you will both need to roll for force to see who gets out on top. Now, I've got three mental conditions. Does that make a difference to a force roll? No, this is okay. a physical roll. One success. Yeah. One success. One success. All right, so you both got one success. That means that... Uh, uh, Vida, you managed actually to grab some of Clara's hair with your left hand. And the right one is going to cut a lock off, but Carl, you managed to interpose yourself between. There's a you're standing there, you both you're shaking, trying to get the other one to back down. Then Clara reacts and throws herself backwards into the common room, and she rushes out. You can hear the front door slamming open, and she's gone. And the door finally breaks open. And a snorting, bleeding, dead boar is standing there. And it charges at you. Can you roll for initiative? And this is a d10. I should have told you to bring one. Do you have one? Yes. 
Yes. And Felicia, you, you d- Why did I pick faint? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, ten. Mm-hmm. Not good. Six. All right. That means actually that you go first, Vida, and then old Grumpy, and then you, Carl. What do you want to do, Vida? Is it charging at me or at somebody or... It's charging out of the doorway towards... You're standing in a group, basically, you and Carl are holding hands. So, I mean, it's charging at the both of you. I'm trying to get as many of us as possible to the side. You're trying to make sort of a dodging motion to get out of sight, yeah, out of its way? Yeah, I'm throwing myself to one side and I'm taking as many as possible with me. Okay, that's good. You can roll for agility. No successes. Right. Old Grumpy. He's lived a long life. Finally, he gets his revenge. (laughs) He charges into you. What? And uh, those great tusks of his, they rip out a sizable chunk of your thigh, Vidar, giving you another condition. As he then barrels past you into the common room, where you know the boy and and Berta are. Did you write that down, Vidar, the condition? Yes, I'm both battered and wounded, I think, now that... Yeah. Carl, what do you want to do? So, I mean, I'm guessing that I do not have my gun. I'm not going to have gone and taken my rifle out around on a tour of the house. Probably not, no. So that's probably in there as well. I run after the boar. I run into the living room behind the boar. Okay. Yeah, you do that. You see that it is uh, it's stopped on the middle of the floor. You see its entrails are dragging behind it. Some still stuck inside of its stomach and it's sort of taking its bearings, swaying from side to side. Then it seems to lay eyes on the boy and Berta who are cowering in a corner. And it starts scraping its foot, obviously intending to gut both of them. Okay, Vida, you're up. You see this happening. I'm pulling my gun and I'm shooting it. Mm-hmm. Roll for ranged attack, please. And minus two dice, right? Yes. One success. Yeah. Okay, you, you draw your, your gun. Your Is it a pistol? or? Yes, it is. Yeah. And you fire a shot at the beast. You see, it takes out a chunk of its, uh, of its body. Blood already gone stale, but you know, a piece of flesh falls off it. And it sort of loses its balance a bit. Carl, what do you want to do? I'm looking around wildly for my rifle. Do I see it? Yeah, yeah. You, you left it in the in the hall, the small uh, area, uh, just when you get in. You think? I dash for my rifle. Right. You go past uh, past the boar into the small hallway. Yeah. The boar is is turning around now, being shot by someone from behind, and it charges you again, Lida. <laughs> do you want to dodge? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I want to uh, take the, the blade, the, 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 the saber. Yes. Hmm? And, and try to stick it in its head when, when he charges and jump aside. Oh, do you want to use your <laughs> advantage maybe? What? You can use your advantage if you, if you want to do such an advanced maneuver if you want. Or you can save it. I'm just reminding you. Yes. I'm using that advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for suggesting it. It just seemed like could be a good time. Yeah. Okay, so you move to the side and you raise your saber. Then you roll for melee combat, please. Melee combat? If you don't have... Oh, sorry. No, close, close combat. Close combat. Okay, yeah. One success. Well, that's enough uh, 
or at least partly what you intended to do. I mean, this boar is big, but it is also slow and it's impeded by being dead, basically. <laughs> so it's not as agile as it used to be. So going through the door where you just step aside and bring your saber down with a mighty thunk into its neck. And it actually pushes the, the legs out from under it and it lands sprawls gliding across the kitchen floor, thumping into a cabinet that turns over and spilling cups and pans all over the floor. But it doesn't seem to be dead just yet. It still tries to get up. I'm cutting his legs. You want to, you want to cut his legs? Yes. Yeah, that would be a good idea. But just then, Felicia, you start to wake up. Ah, oh, finally. I hate when I miss out on the action. When you sit up in, in your, your apartment in the kitchen and just, you know, on one side you see Vida, he has a bloody sword in his hand. On the other you see, yeah, it's all grumpy. He's just a meter away from you, trying to get to his feet. And when you move, he turns his head towards you. What do you want to do? So Felicia very quickly shakes off the, the fear. And, and maybe I can use... I have an advantage too. Yeah, you can use that. I can use that. So that's a plus two, is it? So I can... Two extra dice? Yes, to any dice. any roll you want. I have a revolver. Yeah, that would be ranged, ranged combat. A ranged combat, okay. Otherwise, I mean, I do have some chemical equipment and things but that's not i don't think that's anything you could use i'll throw acid in its eyes <laughs> <laughs> no i'll do a range combat with my revolver yeah so you quickly bring it out from wherever you have it stashed and, and fire off a shot at that beast that's right a, yeah. a very well aimed shot at the boar mm -hmm. yes i got two successes <laughs> great so you fire off a shot at it a well-aimed shot goes straight in through one of its left eye and you see it come out on the other side spattering the wall behind it with pig's brain and that seems to be the end of it because it slumps back to the floor once again dead at that time carl you come in rushing into the kitchen with your rifle held high what do you guys want to do Whew, that was a close call finally what happened well, the, the bloody thing came to life. What I want to know is, is, is where's Clara gone? After what you did, Vida, I don't know what got into your head. We need to find her. She's gone out there. And we know what's out there somewhere. What did you try to do, Vida? I just, I mean, I was trying to, to... What he was trying to do was cut her bloody hair off. Sacrifice some, some, just some hair. I mean, I would, I wasn't... I would never cut off all of that or or just just some hair to see if the, the if that would be enough. I mean we're not dealing with with normal living creatures here. Well we're, well we're, no, we're well, no we're not with something up, supernatural. Suppose... So we need to do something supernatural to it. Well, I'm not sure that I'm on your side there, Vidar. I, I think you're more on Jan's side than, than Miss Clara. A, a defenseless young woman. Yes, trying to take a piece of her hair. Vidar, I mean, you're an officer, for goodness sake. I'm going out to find out where she's gone and to make sure she's all right. Is anybody coming with me? I'm coming with you. Yes, I'm limping after them. <laughs> yeah, you're battered and wounded and frightened and angry. This is a sorry bunch that is now <laughs> entering the common room. Felicia's right? shivering from fear still a bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you go in there, you notice that there's only Berta left. Jens is also gone. And when she sees you, she, she's up on her feet and she says, Egon, he's gone. He went out after the others. I'm really scared. Could you find him, please? Yes, of course, certainly. of course we will. Yes, yeah, sure we will. Yeah, 
she sits back down. So you want to go outside? We want to, to look for Clara, and but we also want to see the tapestry in the in the other house, I guess. And then Egon and Jens. Where is Jens? Well, let's go outside and see see what we can see. Mm. We can see where tracks go. Is there somebody got something to to tie this wound together with? Well, I can see about that as long as you're not going to try and get any, give anybody else a haircut without us talking about it first. Don't be stupid. I mean, I was just trying to help you. All of you. I mean, it was a strange situation. Maybe it was the wrong decision, but we're in this together, right? Well, I thought we were. Anyway, <laughs> let's have a look at that. And uh, and Carl uh, takes something out and bandages it up, and then he he feels about in his in his in his pockets, and it takes out a root. He says, "Here, you chew, chew on this, feeder." It'll help with the, the bruising and the blood loss. Yeah, because you have a talent, right, for that. I do. So it's, it's it to, to be used with a medicine skill? Yes. Okay, so then roll for medicine, please. That's precisely no successes. <laughs> Can I... Um, I wow. have a chemical equipment. I know I keep blabbering on about my chemical equipment, but I want to use it somehow. Is there any way I can clean the wound? You know, anything like that. You have medicine as a skill? No, Felicia. I do not. Oh. Do you have medicine as a skill, Vidar? Yes, I have. So so I'm, I'm telling her to... To, to pour the, the... And I try to do it myself. Like some alcohol or something. You can give... Uh, okay, let's say like this. Felicia and Vida, you do the best you can to help Carl administer to Vida's wounds. Mm-hmm. You can roll two extra dice now. Okay. Carl. Okay. And see if you get any additional successes from that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we tried. All right, you're chewing on that root and it... Yeah, it still hurts like... Oh, this is not working. I guess there's not much to be done right now. Oh, maybe it's a bit Maybe it's a bit too too old, Vida. It's been in my pocket a long time, right enough. You could push the roll and get a condition. <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite conditioned, you might say, at the, the moment. But uh, okay, I'll do that. Sorry, do you have three, two or three conditions, mental ones? I've got three conditions. So then if you fail, you'll be broken. So I... Then I wouldn't recommend it. No, okay. Sorry. Do you have three, really? I've got three. I'm, oh, wow. I'm, I'm angry, frightened, and hopeless at the moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you're hiding it well. As the usual Monday, Monday feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we have had this discussion, mm. I place my hand on, the sh- on his shoulder and, and I say to him, thank you so much for helping me, Carl. And I would like to, to use my inspiration to... Mm take away his fear from me being the enemy and me being someone who who doesn't um, working together with the team. So you take a moment there in the hallway, you know, grasp Carl's shoulders, looking him into the eye and say a few calming words to him. Yeah. You roll for inspiration then, please. Do you have any mental conditions? Because then you get a minus modification to this. I don't have any, no. Right, good. Then you can roll for inspiration. Yes. Well, it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're standing there, it's just bleeding through those damn bandages that you have on your thigh, and you just can't make the words come out right. And, you know, Carl just looks even more confused at you when you're trying to stare him into the eye. (laughs) Frowning and... Can I try? Do you have inspiration as well? I have inspiration, yes. Yeah, yes, you can. But But I have two mental condition. Then you get minus two. Minus two? 
Okay. I will allow this. It's usually you can just help, but I, I, I think you guys. <laughs> we need <laughs> it, right? Yeah, you do. And also, what you can do according to the rules, you can spend like a small scene doing something to calm you down or to. Yeah. I don't want to break the flow of the game, so I'll allow it for this one time that you. Yeah. So it would have been four, three empathy, and one inspiration, but now I have two. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Nah. None. Oh. Oh, you're staring there, looking into each other's eyes, each other's eyes, profoundly trying to say cool. something. It just, yeah. I'm too scared uh, to give inspiration. Yeah. Mm, apparently. Uh, Carl shakes his head and thinks, oh, "I know what I need. I need a, I need a stiff drink." And he looks at the table, and there's some of the beer still on there from before. So he goes over and he he knocks back a, yeah. the remains of two of two of two cups. Yeah. You see, yeah, you two see him do that, and. Uh, do you wait for him to finish? I don't protest. <laughs> oh, it doesn't take long. No, <laughs> just standing there limply in the hallway. I just grab him by the by the arm and says, "Carl, we don't have time for that now. Come on." Yes, but actually, that that kind of hit the spot, though. You know, just you know that comfortable feeling of lightning down your throat. You can remove one of your conditions. Touch courage. Yep. Oh, you look much better, Carl. Maybe I should have a sip as well. Yeah, maybe I should have a few more. That, that did seem to hit Would the that... spot. <laughs> no, give one to me. Give one to me. Oh, very well. Is that something Felicia would normally do to, like, calm herself, drink? Not really, but she saw the effect it had on Carl, so she's like, well, I'll try it. Yeah, or you could, yeah, you can do that if you want. What do you, what do you have up your sleeve? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that... Uh, <sighs> If normally it could work if, you, if it's something that you usually do to calm yourself. I only have two mental conditions now, so maybe I don't need that now. We'll skip it. You can take a drink anyway. <laughs> do you want to do that? I'll take a sip. Yeah, okay. Well, you feel mm, the same. <sighs> Never works. So, do you want to go outside? What do you want to do? Yes. Well, we need to go and find um, Clara, Egon and the tapestry. Yeah, Jens is also missing. And Jens. And see what on earth's going on. So uh, Carl picks up his gun mm -hmm. and, and looks over at the hearth and I guess Jäger is still sleeping there. Or, well, not sleeping maybe. No, he's uh, he's probably awake. Yeah, not from probably all this, is. Uh, commotion, yeah. Actually, he's probably very alert. Yeah. So I, I, I whistle to him and he, he trots over. Yeah, he, he comes. You can't help but wondering why. Why didn't he do something when that dead pig tried to attack you? Hmm. Hmm. I look down at him a little bit puzzled, but anyway, I turn. Well, let's go. Yeah. And I walk to the front door and open it. And I, I follow through. Do we? I help Vidar, who's limping a bit, I guess. Yes. Thank you. Carl certainly has, has a lantern, so he's got his gun in one hand and a lantern in the other. Hmm. Yeah. When you enter the courtyard, you, you mean. It's it's black. Everything is black outside. Just as it was before. Snow is the only thing that you can see the faint light reflected from. And you also see immediately though, because you're, you know, looking for it, there are tracks going away from the front door in in you'd say can you, yeah, can you please roll for investigation? Maybe Felicia? Yes. Here we go. So do I have to take away two now because of the Yes. Uh-huh. Sorry. Arr. Two, ooh, three successes. Yes, the practiced eye of the private detective immediately. Well, it comes to use. Yeah, 
you can see a smaller pair of footprints leading off uh, towards the north side of the of the farm in direction neither of you has, has been before and there are two bigger sets leading away this looks like straight across maybe to the is it to the stables in that direction so where do you want to go so one is to the stables and the other to a direction which we don't know did you say Yes, the smaller pair. The smaller pair, and is it uh, a direction, is it west or east or north? It's going towards that, the old barn that is uh, on one side of this courtyard. You haven't been there yet. Which direction did Egon go? North. Well, it looks like it's small steps uh, going towards the old barn. That must be Egon. Yeah, let's go there then. I wish they were all going in the same direction, but they're not. And if we've got to save somebody first or make sure they're all right, it has to be the boy. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. Mm. So you start following the smaller set of footprints. They lead off in the snow and uh, past the well, past the the old apple tree. And uh, you see, as you get closer to the old barn, it being dark, as you remember it, it had uh, one side of it was partly caved in mm. the roof and there was a hole in the wall and it seems like the footsteps lead towards the other short side of it and as you get closer you see them actually going into the side of a hill you do get closer even closer and then you see it's a small door set into the side of the hill and the footsteps lead there on top of the of the hill there's a there's a ramp leading up towards the top part of the barn You've been on farms before, it would probably be where you used, you used to store the hay before. Mm. But the door is set into the hill under that ramp. What do you want to do? Well, if the boy's gone in there, then I'm going in after him. Although I don't like it. I don't like this one bit. Have you got a rifle? I've got a rifle, but I don't know what use it'll be. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, we, need to, we need to save Carl. No, I mean... The Egon. And you also call. Sorry. For everything. <laughs> no. We're, we're in this together. Uh, Vidar, I'm, I'm glad to have the both of you here. I have to say, despite our disagreement earlier. Well, shall we? Okay, guys, let's get to it. So Carl reaches forward. Uh, is there a door handle? Yeah, there's one of those um, iron rings set into the door. So he lifts it and turns and pulls. Yeah, the door goes open a bit uh, stiffly, but yeah. There's complete darkness on the other side. And there are small steps of stone leading down, just a few steps. And then you see in the lantern light what looks like an earthen floor, just a few steps down. You could go down if you want. Yes. Hmm? So Carl goes first. Do, do the rest of you, do you follow? Yes, I'm following Carl. And I'm last. Yeah, right. I'm getting my gun ready. Okay. The first thing you notice is the webs. This place is completely covered in spider's webs. You notice it because they stick to your face almost immediately as you come down the the stone steps. Behind them, the earthen floor keeps going on deeper inside this little cavity or whatever it is. And you see on on the sides you can make out old shelves with glass jars on them. And it keeps going in deeper in. It looks like an old food pantry. Yeah, could be root cellar, some kind. You would have to, if you want to move in, you would have to sort of s- scoop the the spider's webs out of the way to to move further in. Okay, well, that's that's what Carl does. He he tries to 
sweep them out of the way with his hand. So you lead the way deeper into that cellar, and it goes in for a few yards, and then it, you can see there's a small light, actually, behind all the webbing, and you hear a small voice. Mommy, is that you? Egon, it's, uh, it, it, it's Carl and Felicia and Vida. Are, are, are you all right in there? Yes, I'm, I'm all right. I'm a bit scared, but um, I didn't hurt myself. Oh, good, good. Is this somewhere you you come when you're when you're scared? Yes, it's my secret place. As you move forward a little bit while talking, you you see that there is actually a small improvised table made from old ale casks. The boy is sitting there. He's fiddling with some kind of dolls made from straw. It looks like, and he's looking up at you with uh, scared eyes. Has, has something particular scared you? Egon. It was this old grumpy and he was all dead. That that was scary. I must admit, I, I, I was scared too. Well, so you're very tall, mister. Do you want to sit down? He indicates the, a few planks on the floor. Yes, Egon, can we all sit down with you? Mm-hmm. He nods. Yeah, he's sitting there. He's, uh, he's looking up at you, more curious than afraid, actually, and... He's fiddling with these dolls all the time. Yeah, those dolls you've got there. Yeah, gone. You, uh, uh, did you make them yourself? Yes. You want to see? Uh, wh- why not? Yeah, and he hands them over to you. There are uh, three dolls. One, two of them looks like he's made them rather clumsily with with uh, string and straw. But it's clearly three people, maybe. One could be has longer hair. It's supposed to be hair, maybe. And the other one is a man, and then there is a, there's one with horns, and a little red scrap of cloth fastened on its horns. Can you can you tell us who these uh, who these dolls are? Who who were they supposed to be? Egon. Uh, well, that is mummy, that is daddy, and this is a grey one. Points to the one with horns. Ah, oh, and there's something red on the grey one. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's a hat, see? And if you take it off, it dies. That's what I usually do. When, I come, when I'm scared, I come down here and I I play with them and then I kill it again and again. And takes off the hat and mushes it, in, it into the table. Now you die, grey one. He doesn't dare to come in here as well. Is that right? Yeah. Never been in here. You, you take his hat off, you say, and he dies. Yeah, because that was that's what I play with... With my uncle, with Jens. I always take off his hat and then he dies. And I figure it's the same with a, with a grey one, right? Well, 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 I, I, I don't know, Egon. And you say the grey one doesn't like to come into the cellar here? No, he leans forward to Felicia. I think he's afraid of the spider. Uh-huh. And also, I can tie him up like this. And he grabs a bit of the spider's web and sticks it on the, the figure with the horns and wraps it around it until it's a cocoon of webbing. See? Now he can't move. I do That's... see. That was, uh, that was clever. That was good thinking. Yeah. Gone. Very clever. So he doesn't like the spiders, eh? No, I think he's afraid of them. Are you afraid of the spiders? No. No. But he might be, yeah. Uh... Maybe. I think you're right. But that's good, Egon. Because spiders are very, very clever creatures. Uh-huh. A red hat, eh? A red hat. Red hair, red hat. Have you seen anything else, 
Egon, why why did you run to this place now? Was there anything that what was it that happened? Tell us. Does the dead pink? I told you. Yeah, I know. Anything else? Did you see anything on the way? No, I did not. Hmm. I just ran here and started to play. Now I feel better already. And then you came. I'm ready to go back inside now and have some porridge. If you don't mind. Okay. No, of course not, Egon. Of course not. Of course not. We we have other people to, to find anyway, I have to say. I, I think your mother will be back in the house. And that sounds like a good place for you to be. Uh, you haven't seen a red hat anywhere on this farm, have you, Egon? Um, well, there are ones in the pictures on the walls, the ones you talked about. They have the red hats and uh, I don't know exactly... I don't know. Do you mean the pictures in the kitchen and the pictures in your auntie's room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Well. She has very beautiful hair, Clara. Doesn't she just? Doesn't she just? Do you know what? I think we ought to be going. There's other people we should see too. Eagob, would you like to come out with us? You can go back to your mother in the house and we, well, we need to find the others. Yes. Yes, I'll come with you. And he grabs uh, your hand, Carl. As we're going back along the tunnel, Carl puts his puts his hand up and just pulls, gathers cobwebs as he goes, takes a handful and puts them in his pocket. Mm-hmm. You manage to grab a sticky bunch of it. Yeah, you cram it into your pocket. That's a good idea, Carl. I think I'll do the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Each. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you, you go outside and... Uh, yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to... Go towards where the other steps are leading. I think we should get take this boy back to the house and then and then follow those others. Yes, let's do that. And we need to get inside that barn as well. So you go back to the house and you uh, open the door and you usher Egon inside. Yes. He gives you a grateful smile. He says, I'll go see mummy now. Uh, you do that, Egon. Is there any porridge left for me? Says as he goes inside. Bertha? Ah, oh, Yes. Oh, my boy. Yeah, here he is. Thank you, thank you so much. We're going to see if we, f- if we can find the others. Yes. Don't don't run away like that, Egan. You know, the grey one can get you. Now he won't. Then you turn around and you leave. Okay, so we close the door and we're back outside and we can see these other two, the two sets of adult tracks heading off across the snow. Yes. As you follow them, even though... There are other tracks as well that you left being outside, going back and forth. And uh, you can still see these two. They're clearly the freshest pair. And they lead off to the opposite side too, towards the stable door where you where you entered before, Carl. You also see another set of tracks actually joining these tracks as you approach. They seem to be coming from the servant's house. So you keep going towards the stable? Yes, yes for yes. sure. Yes, yeah. Uh, you get closer to the door, you can hear some kind of discussion going on inside angry voices and then hushing and yeah there's obviously something going on there are at least two maybe three people in there so i turn to the others and put my finger to my lips and try and creep up to the door as as quietly as possible in order to to hear what it is that's going on inside yeah can you make a role for vigilance please all of us no, just call that is actively listening. If that works, I'd be amazed because I've still got two mental conditions. That leaves me with rolling one die. Oh, we must be able to help him. Unsurprisingly, I didn't succeed. But we can 
also we need to try to try and listen right i mean yeah. you see yeah, that you he... can listen. It's, it's just that we it's like the mechanic of the game that you can't roll like three times for the same skill it would be too easy so you can help each other by giving like an extra dice mm. no, I understand. so okay let's say that you can roll two more dice then for okay. each of your friends nope oh you can't exactly on mechanic. reflection perhaps somebody else should have listened but <laughs> uh, hindsight is always the better general right exactly exactly you can't hear exactly what they're talking about but it seems to be short bursts of conversation and then shout and then they're shh 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 yeah I mean it could be another way in probably they're not letting the, the animals in through this little door so if you want to sneak around you could you could just but are they, are they still speaking like can we get closer to hear anything or they've stopped talking now they're still talking right it's just that we can't hear from where we are what it is they're saying they're still talking yeah yeah let's see if we can get any closer uh, i mean around the building or let's do that yeah yeah so which way do you want to move do you want to move towards the servant's house and around that way or go away towards the old barn and around that way close to the servants right that around that way yes yeah. Okay, so you move that way along the wall and you come to the short side of the building and yes, there is a, there is a bigger door there though. It's There's a fence in the way. You can see now that there appears to be some kind of animal pen here. So you would have to climb over the fence to get to those bigger doors but there are they are slightly ajar though. So if you could get that close you could probably hear what they're saying inside. Okay. Yeah. Let's well, go for it. I say we, 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 we do that. Uh, Vida, if I climb over first, then maybe I can give you a hand with that bad, le- bad leg of yours. Oh, thank you. And I can push from behind, because I could get over that fence, no problem. Well, it's it's not that I can't move. I mean, you don't have to carry me, guys. I appreciate it, but well, it, it's it's okay. I, I can move. Vida, you obviously need help. Come on, let us help you. <laughs> Vida feels a little <laughs> bit... Like he's a child when when um, Felicia is helping him with his butt over the fence and calls on the on the mm. other side, looking to that he doesn't fall down. Mm. Well, he gets over in one piece, I guess. Yeah, why don't you give me a roll for agility? Just for <laughs> <laughs> is that is that just a vida? No, all of you actually. Oh okay. my goodness! Okay. <laughs> One success. Mm-hmm. No success. <laughs> okay. And Felicia, that's physique and agility. One success. But we are both, of course, helping our friend. Yeah. Should he not have more dice? Yeah, so both of you get you get over, no problem. And then you try to, Vida, you notice that that wound was hindering more than you thought. You sort of get stuck on top of the fence. <sighs> And you're like, oh, it hurts too much to lift the leg. You're sitting up there and the other one's motioning from the other side. Come down. You could let go and just let yourself tumble to the ground or you could uh, ask for help. Uh, Felicia, would you give me a hand, will you? It just seems to be stuck here. I thought you'd never ask. Of course. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> I love her Swedish accent, by the way. I just have to say it. <laughs> Okay, so Felicia, you step forward and you give him a hand and Vida uh, sit down a foot gingerly in, in her upstretched arms and you, you get down, okay. So you're both on the other side now. Now, do you, do you want? how do you want to go about, about this? Do you want to 
Well, I suppose we should get closer to them and see if we can eavesdrop and see what the, you know, overhear what they're saying. Mm. Felicia, how, how about you go first this time? I have this feeling your your ears are, might be sharper than mine. Absolutely. We'll, we'll be right behind you. Yes. Let's go um, up against that. Is that. Was there a door that was closest to a barn door that was closest to the people, yeah? Yeah, it's slightly ajar, right? The door yes. on this mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's sneak up to behind the door. Mm-hmm. So can you give me a roll for stealth, please? Well, that's the one I don't have, isn't it? Then you can roll for precision. No successes. Darn. One success. And uh, I'm also doing that. Yes, please, Mr. Cripple. <laughs> <laughs> no successes. No successes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Carl, being the experienced hunter that you are, you move like a silent as a mouse treading through the snow. The other two, uh, not so silent, but well, you don't know if they've heard you. You stop by the door, Felicia in the front, mm-hmm. trying to listen, are you? Yes. Okay. Well, you do You do hear snatches of conversation. It, it seems to be you can easily distinguish the voices of both Clara and uh, Jens. It seems to be talking. And the odd grunt from a third person, which you think must be Lasse. So we need to do it tonight, the voice of Jens. Do you understand, Clara? We have to do it tonight, or this farm will be lost. I don't care if it's you or me that is going forward with this family, but you have to take this seriously. I refuse, you hear Clara's voice. It's just ridiculous. I don't care what is happening around here. You're just trying to make me do this to... To make me go away. I know what you want. Now look here, Miss Miss Clara. I'm, I'm sure Jens doesn't. He doesn't mean anything bad. He's a good fellow. Slasser. Just just let us do it. You know, probably for the best. I mean, it will grow out. Come on. Just just sit down here. Sit down here. We'll do it quick. No, I won't. No, let 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 go of me. You heard a scuffle. Uh, Carl 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 walks into the doors. Walk goes inside. Okay. Yeah, you swing open the barn yeah. door. Yeah. All of you can see at that moment the scene inside the barn where two men are trying to drag Clara down onto a chair. And you've seen Lasse has produced a, a knife. They're trying to hold her down. They, they see you, though, and they stop. What, what do you want? What are you doing here? Says Jens. Stay out of this. No, I don't think we will. I don't think we will when we come into a room and find a young lady being manhandled in this fashion against her own will. Take your hands off her. Yes, you, you can't do that. Carl kind of raises an eyebrow at this, but he doesn't turn around to look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe this. I have to fight against my own family for the family good, says Jens. Do you know what will happen if we don't do this tonight? No, tell us, Jens, what will happen? We'll all come to ruins. You don't go against the Grey One. We all know that. Once each generation, this is the only sacrifice you have to make. You have to give the Grey One the hair. It's written plainly on the tapestry. We've all seen it. And what about the other tapestry? What about the tapestry in the other room in the house, Jens? What does that tell us? What happened? I don't know. That was before my time. Clara says, Can you let me go, please? She stands up. In the other room in the house, where, where, where Clara's aunt is just now, there's another tapestry and it has a picture of three children. There's Linnea herself, there's Clara's father, and there's the Grey One. And 
and something goes wrong. You can see it from picture to picture. There's some kind of argument and it seems to be about what's on their heads. And there's talk here, there's red hair, there's red hats, there's something in there's something that's happened in the past which we need to know about. And if nobody here knows what it is, then we need to find out on this farm before anybody gets their hair cut off. Yes, looks at you. I wish I could provide you with more answers. All I know is this. These rules have to be followed. I don't dare break them. I want this farm to live on, and I think it would be proper, and I think it would be better, Clara, if you just up and left. But before you do that, give us this last thing. Just give us your hair, and then you can be on your way. You can have my farm for all I care. Let me take care of this one. I don't want it to go to ruin, he says. I don't know, she says. She looks at you guys. Do you think I should do it? I think we should wait, and I think we should try and find out, get to the bottom of what's happened in the past and see if there's something there, some clue to help us with this farm's future before we just go into a pattern that, well, I don't know. It feels to me there's something wrong in it. There's something wrong in it. I agree. I agree, Carl. There are things that we have learned tonight that can lead us to other clues and other tracks. Uh, we, we, need, we need more information before we can act. So leave that woman alone. Step away until we have more evidence that we've gathered. These pictures seem to give clues. Lasse, is there not, a, is there not another one where you live in the servant's house? Uh, yes, there is one. It's just, uh, I guess it, it lists the places you're not supposed to go and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. we'd, we'd like to see it. Well, I can tell you what's on it if you want. We'd like to see it, please. It's better we see it with our own eyes. And I say to Clara that, Clara, nobody should force you into anything, but I think that it would be worth trying to make peace with this creature, but nobody should force you into that. It has to be your decision. Thank you, she says, looking at you. I appreciate that. If you want to go take a look at the servant's house, maybe we can do it together like civilized people and continue this discussion, right? That sounds like a very good idea. Let's, let's, let's do that. And then we'll be, we'll be trying to solve this together instead of going at cross purposes. Good. You go outside together? Yes. Jens and Clara and Lasse, they follow you outside. You see Lasse goes and he opens a small gate in the, in the fence that you didn't see before and leads you out of it out into the open oh so we didn't have to climb the fence no <laughs> hard to know it's dark and everything and uh, as you turn about looking at the back of the house you see something that wasn't there before a bright white star is shining up in the sky now is it the polar star you don't know it's lights is they're touching a silhouette up on the old barn it looks like an old weather vane it's a bird sitting on an arrow. And that's where we end the episode. Oh, yeah. Finally got to oh, the bottom the of that. Ah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Right. So you're, you're mixed in the family conflicts now. Yeah, we sure are. We're in the thick of it. Now we're a whole, bund- a whole heap of people walking over to the servants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, difficult situations, handling stress and handling fear and handling anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wounded wounded thighs and battered <laughs> shoulders. And, yeah. and battered high, egos. Yeah, high fences. Into group yeah. conflicts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but you're getting there, you're getting there. Yeah, let's get back together next episode and see how this all goes, shall yes. we? Oh yeah, let's, let's. The barn, let's. the barn, the barn. Very intriguing. When Sweden rolls once again. Listening to Sweden Rolls playing Väsen, starring Ingela Lund, Dominic Kelly, Jakob Hultgrens Hansson and Mattias Redbo. Väsen is published by Fria Ligan, Free League Publishing. Please also check out the show at patreon.com/swedenrolls, where you can help this show going by donating just a little bit. And there are bonuses to be had, like prequels, soundtracks, bloopers and tons of extra content for Patreons only. And Patreons at higher levels even get to play role-playing games with us. So come join the fun! You can also help out by leaving reviews, liking and sharing on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, for which we are eternally grateful. The music of the show is composed by Andreas Lundström. Until the next episode, goodbye and sweet dreams.